Welcome to the Mosh Pit, your home for unsigned punk, rock, and metal artists, where your music goes to be heard. Diamonds and Whiskey, Walk Hard. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett, with my awesome guest with me today, Mr. Jason Bailey. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. How are you? Uh, I'm on top of the world. Um, I appreciate you having me on. I like your show. Uh, I like your guests, especially that chick, uh, that whiskey chick that you had on not that long ago. She was great. Diamonds and whiskey. Uh, yeah, our latest episode. Uh, dude, she was awesome. The whole band was awesome. Di- was it Diamonds and Whiskey? Diamonds and Whiskey. Yes, sir. Oh my God. She was uh, like, I loved it. I was listening. I'm like, I love dig this song. And so I think I messaged you guys on Twitter and I was like, Hey, hook a brother up with some contact information. Let me get them on my show. You know, I can do that, man. I can do that. All you got to do is say when I appreciate it. So what have you been up to? I know it's snowing right here today. Are you getting snow down there? Yeah, it's snow in Roswell. Um, you know, I've got cameras at our cabin, you know, that, that we Airbnb out, uh, Paradise City. And thank God the guests, I thought they were checking out today. I was like, there's no way they're getting off that, that mountain. And, uh, and so they're not checking out until tomorrow, which is good. A lot of snow up in North Georgia. A uh, lot of snow in Roswell. My daughter just went sledding. I don't know if there's that much snow, but allegedly her and her friends are going sledding today. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I can actually see it out my basement window over here. And it was sort of snowing when we left the house. And when we got down here, I was like, oh, we got to make this interview quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, ask what you want, man. I, I'm pretty much an open book. I think you know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I've always enjoyed your show, um, your podcast, especially. I enjoyed you listening to you on the radio when you were there. 
Um, how long have which you been in like better? Which one do you like better? Which do you like the podcast or do you like the radio show? I like the podcast. The thing I liked about the sh- the radio show was all the the content. You had the games. You had the you know all the ideas. I I love them. Honestly, I want to steal some of them for this podcast. That's fine. You can do that. You can steal them. <laughs> they can. You can. That's fine. You have my. I appreciate you. You're asking my permission. I'm assuming you have my permission to steal my bits. Thank you, Wes, for doing that. I appreciate it. That's awesome. I'll send a contract over. We'll make sure we get this in writing. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what bits in particular? Um, honestly, I like the uh, the uh, three degrees yeah, and the and the game of tones. Those are my games because yeah. I mean it, it was great listening to you guys banter about. Yeah. Well, Brandy gets credit for coming up with the name of Game of Tones. Um, I was I was stuck. I had the idea, but I didn't have the name. Mm-hmm. And then Three Degrees is just a spin of an old radio bit that these guys on one of my old stations in Orlando used to do back in like the 90s. Um, they were they did afternoons. The show is the fiasco with Pat Lynch and Taco Bob. They used to do this bit called the missing link. And, you know, for radio listeners, you'll, you'll understand and appreciate this. You know, there's, you, you'll hear a certain bit because you're in the car every day at that time. So when I was listening, I just happened to be in the car every day at that time. And it'd be a quick, you know, they were a music uh, driven show and it'd be a quick bit and there'd be three different elements and, you know, you would have to find the missing link. And I was really good at the game. I mean, that was the point. So, and that's the point of doing any type of radio game, whether it's on the radio or in a podcast, you want people that are listening to it to actively play mm-hmm. and you want to evoke emotion when people get it wrong. That's like why Smart Amarta works so well is because people bang their hand. How can you not know the answer to that? You effing moron, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah that was the basic feeling of some of the missed ones. And I was like, really? Y'all missed that? You're in radio. Come on now. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of the trick of the trick. Yeah. That's awesome. And speaking of Brandy, I've talked to her a couple of times. I've tried to get her on the pit, but scheduling. So yeah, yeah. she's she's on our show Monday. I don't know when you're releasing this, but she's on our show this week. Um, she probably will start to come on more often. Brandy is amazing. She's yeah. extremely talented. She got uh, screwed over like a few other people from her former employee uh, employer. And uh, she's just a great, very talented girl. Very cool girl too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The suicide notes snakes grin within.
have you been in radio i know you mentioned it a couple of times but for our listeners um so i've been in radio almost 30 years i got in 95 and it was an accident um i was finishing out my years at the university of central florida and i had transferred there from a school in north carolina called wingate where i went to go play football at at a high school Mm -hmm. And I always thought that I was going to do advertising marketing and believe it or not, UCF, which is the largest school in the country. Now that's a fact. Um, They didn't offer at that time. It was still more of a transient school. This is in the mid nineties. They didn't offer ad PR. So I ended up uh, getting a degree in journalism, (laughs) which is funny. So I never even thought about being on the radio. I got an internship at golf week magazine, a buddy of mine who was my fraternity brother ran it or, was the ball, whatever, but he's giving me a hundred dollars a week to just go in and write press releases and do all kinds of weird stuff. And I just behind a desk, I couldn't do it. And so I don't even think I finished it out. And then one night we're at another fraternity brother of mine's house. And my roommate was working for said rock station that I was just talking about uh, WJRR. And we were drunk and high and it was like three o'clock in the morning. And this is when, you know, terrestrial radio stations, um, they would, uh, they'd have overnights, a live person doing overnights. And that's what DJ was doing. And we were, you know, big old, you know, stereo system and buddy had a kegerator in his apartment. And I just remember, I remember exactly where I was. Like you can imagine the, the, the stereotypical blueprint of, uh, of a college apartment. And right at the end of the kitchen counter, I remember leaning against that, looking at the speaker and listening to DJ I was like, you know what, tomorrow morning when he gets up at one o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going to ask him um, if he can help me get an internship. And he did. And I remember going in for my orientation and the lady was such a bitch. It was like the assistance promotions chick. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. Um, so to shorten this long story, I ended up taking an internship for another radio station and it was a top 40 station. And that's where I started washing vehicles, washing banners, putting shit in and like bad uh dos computer stuff you know so that's where i started dude that's awesome man so are you gonna stay in georgia are you are you here um i'm here right now i'm currently here because i I know you've worked in different markets that's what i was curious about i know you're Um, talking yeah are you asking me if i take another radio if you go back to radio yeah yeah uh, it depends on the job. Yeah. I'm having that conversation with my agent just the other day. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's, uh, an opportunity that is probably going to be presented to me here shortly. And I have to, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I really, I, 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 I don't want this podcast thing just to be a flash in the pan. Right. Like it's kind of goofy, you know, if you're like, what do you do for a living? I feel like I have to tell them I'm a radio personality that got fired and now pod like a whole story. Cause you tell anybody you're a podcaster. It's like, you know, you as a teenager telling your conservative dad that you want to be a, a rock star growing up. Right. It's like, you're, you're not going to make any money off of it. So um, I, I just, you know, it's a little, it's, it's a little weird. So, but you know, our, our podcast has done so well in the first three months and our listeners, you know, we call them the two percenters. Um, they're more cult-like than I've seen on past radio shows or any radio show in years. It's really amazing, you know? So I like it and I think it can work and I think it can be lucrative. It's just going to take time. 
And fortunately, right now, I'm in a situation where uh, I do have the time and I don't necessarily need the money, which is cool. So it's, and I've never been in this situation in my career. So I don't know what I'm going to do, but you know, who knows? I told my agent, it's got to be the right spot in the right city. And I have to be able to win because I'm not dealing with the bullshit that I just dealt with. I'm over it. I'm done. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. And honestly, really going back to the, um, telling everybody you're a podcaster. I mean, it's really a different day and age now where that's, I mean, if you can be a TikTok influencer, mm-hmm. you can be a podcaster. <laughs> well, see, here's the problem with podcasting. I was just reading an article the other day about, you know, all the top 10 podcasts that exist are all with the exception of like one or two, like smart list. And there's like another one. They're all seven plus years old. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Rogan's been doing it for well over 10 years. And, and, and so there's no new, like right out of the gates podcast that's been able to make a mark like these. And the article was blaming it on the platforms that they're not advertising. You know, there's 750,000 podcasts that exist, give or take. And if you have a thousand or more downloads per episode, you're automatically in the top 10%, mm-hmm. which is amazing. You know, the Rogans and the uh, Mark Marins and the Adam Carolla's of the world, that's a different world. That's the top 1%. Yeah. But, you know, and I don't know how well you do, but like for us in the first three months, you know, we're over 150,000 downloads um, collectively, but mm-hmm. we're definitely getting well over a thousand per episode, which puts us in the top 10% of all podcasts. Now, put that into perspective. That's crazy. That means I'm a success story, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know about that so much. Um, so, so it, 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 it yes, it, it can work, but you have a lot of people out there that, because it's like in radio, for some reason, everybody wanted to be on the radio. Like at least there was a time where everybody wanted to be on the radio. You'd get lawyers, finance guys, doctors, they would buy advertising. You know, I've had this issue numerous times. They'd come in. They'd buy a segment. You'd come in and like, let's take calls on, you know, personal injury or any lawyer question. It's it's forced content, but you got to play the game because they're spending a lot of money. The problem is, is when they become so ego driven, they think they know what's best for your radio show. And I had a situation with somebody, you know, my my past place that it was a huge falling out. It was a huge do. I was the bad guy. I was the one that was difficult to work with, blah, blah, blah. Because I was protecting the brand because I knew better. That's what you fucking hire me for. I know better. And, you know, he wanted to take phone calls. And I'm like, no, because radio callers are not usually the greatest. And when they call, they drag it on for like four, five, six, seven, eight minutes. And nobody wants to hear eight minutes of 401k talk. They just don't. Um, so, you know, that's, that's an issue when it comes to those people, but now they have the podcast world where they can do this and it's not very good because they don't know what I like to call the art of conversation, right? You know, are you for like the art of conversation is, you know, if you have an ensemble cast, how to put people over, I mean, you're, you're a wrestling fan, right Wes? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) It's all, it's all wrestling, dude. That's what it is. It's about making sure you're putting other people over in return, you're put over. And that's what it's about. That's what makes a good conversation. Exactly. And, you know, I started another podcast with two other guys and we kind of butted heads at the beginning because they wanted to immediately get in the studio and start having guests on and doing, you know, interviews. And Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, we've got to get in the studio first so we can get a company each other of, Hey, when you stop talking, it's my turn to talk. Or when he stops talking the, the nonverbal cues. Mm, yeah. Um, that, you know, being doing this for that, for that a long period of time, I understand what you're saying, but it's <laughs> funny when people get it. That's what I'm talking about. Get into the pocket. They're trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's very simple. It's like, I'm thinking of being a consultant. It's very, very simple. You know, you have a lead, and then you have everybody else yep. that lead. He makes the decisions. It's not an ego thing. It's just how the shit works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people's ego can't deal with that. They don't understand. There's a mic one, mic two, mic three, mic four. You know, um, there's an art form to it. There's yeah. a reason why Howard Stern's great is because you, you think about Howard and you go back. Are you a Howard fan? Uh, somewhat early okay. days. Okay. Well, even now, I mean, you listen out. The reason why he's great 
I mean, yes, he talks about himself, which is great. Personal stories are the, the key to success. But most of the crazy shit that happens is all about somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to remember the best talkers are better listeners. So you as a host, you're listening to me jab. I can do this because I'm the guest. I can talk as long as I want. Exactly. And I'm, if I'm the host, I would be doing what you're doing right now. And I'm listening and waiting for my in or me to throw it to you, you know, like I did before um, where I name checked you. So there's like little things like that, that are tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. Make sense. It does. I think me and you should do a show together. Dude, I'm, I got too many shows to do. Bro. I, I, will, I will come on the Mosh Pit podcast as much as you want because I like what you guys do, but I, I don't know if I can do any more shows. I'm like, like I got, there was a radio station. And I was like, hey, can you do, you know, like a specialty show or this? And I was like, I, I, I don't think I can. I just don't have time for it. Plus, I like, you know, I've got the my court caddy thing going. Yeah. I, I, I like this not, I like this. I like not having to be somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like this. I'm not used to this. This is the first time in 46 years on this earth that I've never had to be somewhere where I make, I call the shots and I keep hundred percent. I love it. It's great. There you go. At any yeah. point you can turn on the microphone and say, Hey, we're doing a show now. Yeah. It's nice to have your own studio, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I love it. I, I was in my house for what, two years mm-hmm. when I first started. And <laughs> one of the first bands we had in was a five piece band. So we're in a room, you know, half the size of this. And it's just like, no, this ain't working. We got to go somewhere else. We've got to go somewhere else. Speak up, Daisy. Shaken, not stirred.
Posh Pit is still looking for unsigned and indie artists to submit music to be featured on the podcast. You can submit your music at the Marsh Pit at StereoSoundRecords.com. All submissions are welcome. You can also submit topic ideas if you want us to talk about a particular subject. Yeah, that's cool that you have your own, you know, your, your own space. Um, you know, I built the Golden Scissors Studio where I'm at in, uh, during the pandemic for numerous reasons. One, because I wanted to get more involved in podcasting, knowing where the podcast was going to go. Two, yep. knowing that I was going to get fired eventually. And I didn't want to be without. Um, and, and so it was kind of strategic. You know, when I put this all together, you know, I obviously had a lot of help from people. But um, I, I, it, I, I, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. There's a space, you know, I live in Roswell and I love Roswell. And there's a place where there used to be a pest control place. And like, there's been different businesses in and out. And I was like, that's where I want my studio to be. I want a window, you know, to overlook it. And I want to buy an electric scooter and I want to ride to work every day. We're in a little helmet and go two minutes. And that's, that's what I want my work, like my work schedule to be um, because our work, uh, flow is four days a week. I, I made that a point. I was like, I just, you know, you can work on Friday if you want. And I'm sure Nate edits stuff and Brandon's probably going to do something, but our in-studio schedule is Monday through Thursday. Um, you know, I don't want it to be overly stressful just as long as everything gets done, you know, so kind of making it like that, but I eventually want to do what you do. I think that's very cool. Thanks man. And, uh, dude, I love your setup. I mean, it looks great. I haven't had a, uh, a music guest in. I haven't had any guest in yet, except I think Brandy, you know, Brandon comes over and does the show from here. Nate's in Mexico, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I've, got, I've got it set up like, you know, for an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I have the setup like you have. Like if I had, you know, uh, diamonds and whiskey girl, I'd probably just put her there and put the microphone down by the, the, you know, old school, you know, put the microphone down by the guitar, mm-hmm. figure out, the, figure out the level and then have her over here you know, singing or something like that. I've never done it before. So I guess we're going to see if I have them in studio. Somewhere I've got the box, but there's a microphone that I use that you can't really see behind me and I'm not going to get up and grab it. I'll show you at the end of the interview, but um, it, I won it from, um, I don't know, one of those online competition things. And Mm -hmm. it's actually made to record voices, vocals, full groups, or solos. It actually Mm -hmm. has all those settings and that's what I used. Yeah. And I was like, this thing is a really good investment, especially sounded for free. Yeah. Sounded, sounded great. Sounded fantastic. Yeah. So do you, is it just you on the show or is there anybody else? Um, every now and then there's somebody else. I used to have a sidekick, but uh, she's um, she's kind of down with COVID right now. So she's not feeling great. Oh, got it. But, yeah. um, what's, your, oh. what's your end game? What do you want to do? Do you have another job or what? Oh, yeah. I'm a nine to five guy. Oh, uh, what, do you, what do you do? I work on ATMs. I service ATMs from Virginia to Miami and all the way out to Texas. Oh, is there a code, like a universal code that you can pop in and money will shoot out? I could tell you that, but then I'll get fired and then I'll be in the same boat you are with less sponsors. <laughs> but, but, there, but there is. You're saying there is? No, no, no. There's not. Oh. <laughs> I was like, whoa, dude, that's awesome. I was joking. <laughs> He's going to be running around ATMs. What's this code do? So, so why did you start this podcast? What, what's, what's your gimmick? Um, promoting unsigned punk rock and metal. Uh, I used to listen to the radio a lot because I was, I was working Walmart and all these other nonsensical, boring jobs. And one of the stations here in Atlanta, country station, they started a backyard country where they played local country artists. And I was like, dude, there should be a rock station that does that. And they all, they all do though. They all play, you know, like homegrown or local brew, I think is what the rock state. I don't know what the fuck they call it, but only know, one does. Well, there's and, only one rock station in town, really. I mean, yeah, like the river, the river is is a great station and does extremely well in ratings, but they're 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 a classic hit station. You're talking yeah. about yeah, you know, I want, rock stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I want a new rock station. That was honestly the end game was to launch a full rock station out of rock mart georgia since we're yeah. rock mart rock and 
Finally, hate, to break I, the news. I, hate to break the news to you. It won't work. <laughs> it's not going to work in Atlanta. No, I know. Trust me. Yeah. I know. And, and it barely works anywhere else. It, it, the new rock alternative, mm-hmm. which companies are trying to ride this alt tag with just doesn't work. I mean, you look at the number one world famous rock station for launching music, which would be K rock in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which it's funny because I auditioned for a job there, which is part of the reason why I got fired a little, I don't know if anybody knows that, but um, you know, the music that the, what they considered alt rock is, you know, Billie Eilish and it, it just, it's it's top 40 yeah. you know and 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 back in the early 2000s i don't know how old are you 36 okay so back in the early 2000s mm-hmm. there was a a a rejuvenation of alternative music and it was called the new rock alternative mm-hmm. um, you know so you had a, that was the brand with a lot of stations really iheart stations clear channel at the time it's called new rock alternative that's where i you know made a name for myself in that world um, so you had bands, these pop punk bands like the Ataris and you had uh, 30 zero and, you know, Chevelle upcoming and all these, you know, then, and then you also had the active rock bands that kind of took over and carried the torch with the shine downs and the disturbs and the God smacks. And then you also throw in a little new metal with the Papa Roach and the PODs and the Limp Biscuits, and then eventually the Lincoln park. And then you could have a basis which is what they would consider golds, you know, on the, on the music log of Nirvana, Alice in Chains, and then even throw in Metallica and Tool. That was a perfect mixture. It was oh, the yeah. perfect storm of rock. Now, the alt stations don't play anything from back in the day. You know, if you were to, in my, I always wanted to, and I pitched this idea to Cumulus Media years ago, like, the guy that's kind of their rock guru, and I use that term lightly, you know, he's got this, this term that he coined called rock turnative, which I actually thought was kind of neat. And I, at the same time, was pitching him an idea called retro rock because the word classic, because we were a classic rock station, the word classic sounds old. You're not going to get an 18 to 24, 18 to 34 audience with the word classic. You've got to change it. Um, alternative is a buzzword. X is kind of played out because that's associated with Gen X and that's Nirvana, Pearl Jam, so on and so forth. So it would be basing it off of the gold alternatives, which is considered classic rock, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, STP, so on and so forth, 90s stuff. You would also play the newer stuff because there's a lot of great new rock music. Just nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the bad wolves, the muse and their new song. I mean, all these bands, even bands that just come out of nowhere, but also throw in the harder stuff. Uh, um, uh, nothing more. And those guys and, 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 you know, there could be a nice mixture of rock for the rockhead. Unfortunately, there's a, a minority rockhead in the younger demographic. They don't yeah. exist. They're not into rock. They're into rap and they're into top 40 and they're into podcasts. Yeah. They're into hearing people like us blabber. It's crazy. <laughs> they're into talk yep. radio. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Because Atlanta right now we have last I counted, we have four top 40 stations. Mm-hmm. It might be five now. Probably. Yeah. And a bunch of uh, hip hop stations or oh, urban yeah. stations, as they call them. Oh, yeah. um, and that's just the way it's going to be. You know, music has no business in morning radio. And that's another problem. You know, they added music to us, which mm-hmm. was part of a strategy for the guy to take my job. Um, and I get it because he knew I wasn't going to stand for it. But it, morning radio, you're supposed to have personalities. It's personality. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants, if you want music, you know, go on your phone, stream it, yeah, uh, download it. Nobody goes to terrestrial radio for new music. It's ridiculous. I mean, there are some people. Don't get me wrong, but it's very, very few. If yeah. you're trying to evolve with the times, that's not the way to do it at all. You know, I did enjoy it. I I enjoyed it a little bit because it gave kind of a break from the commercials and all that, which was a plus. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Silent monolith. Feel like I'm dying.
So what's uh, what's next for you, man? I know you're working on your... My cord caddy. Actually, today, my wife is currently... I had a setup in my garage, but also I've got other stuff in my garage. You know, with the, uh, first of all, for those that don't know, the, my cork caddy is an invention. I've always wanted to invent something. I've had a million ideas over my life. I've just never executed them. This one, I was able to execute with my former business partner. If it weren't for him, it would never have come to fruition as quickly as it came because he had a 3D printer. But I wanted to move faster. So I ended up educating myself on the production part of it and so on and so forth and uh and got it mass produced the mold injection and then shipped to me so i've got all these my core caddies which is it's i call it a, a, a you hold serve and we'll hold everything else it's uh it's a small plastic abs plastic very sturdy te- uh can withstand 180 degrees um very very durable and it's got clips on the back that you put on the chain link fence and it's about nine inches long you know four inches out so it's not intrusive uh, and then you can put two tennis balls up front. You can hang your water bottle. You can put your bag on it. And I came up with the idea. The first idea was the third ball because I'm going to have a tennis player. I hate the third ball. It's always somewhere. Usually people are too lazy to pick it up. It's in my line of sight. So it's like now you have a place to put it. And I know for the tennis player, somebody's going, well, you got the damn tennis thing right there at the middle of the net. It's totally different. That's for the crossover. And then during the pandemic, I realized it was because of these older ladies that were playing um, that uh, they were they were hanging their bags up on the chain link fence. They're using like a carabiner, like a third party yeah. piece. You know, it's just like trashy and it's horrible for the fence. And so I was like, what if I put that into it? So I ended up with my former business partner designing this. Mm-hmm. And then now I've got it mass produced. And a year later, you know, it was a big hit at the uh, truest uh, Atlanta open, the tennis tournament that I host every year at Atlantic station. And they even used them on the courts. The players were using them. They loved them. And so I had to put it on hiatus as I retooled some things and I, um, um, I, I, I got it mass produced and sent over. Then I hired an SEO company who's doing advertising for me. I've got one to send out to Nevada today. So other people I got, so anyway, I needed a place to, to, to put all the stuff. Yeah. So I, I bought one of those big 16 by eight wood shed that the Amish make. These things are amazing. They're like tiny houses and it's got little lofts. I had it repainted so it matches my house. So it kind of, you know, you can't see this giant shed on the side of my house, which is great. It was fantastic. And I had my guy, Jeremiah fucking sample, you know, put electrical in it. I've got AC, I've got speakers. I've got the only computer set up. I've got my labels. And so my wife is out there right now working hard, putting together, because there are some, you know, assembly, assembly required. We do that. So mycourtcaddy.com, buy them. They're great. You can use them for pickleball, baseball, softball for your kids and all kinds of stuff. That's very cool. I know we've got yeah. some softball listeners, but um, yeah, when I heard you talking about that, I was like, dude, that's really cool. Cause I used to play tennis. I was a tennis guy and yeah, definitely comes in handy. Brilliant idea. If I do say so myself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you looking for uh, sponsoring anybody with that? You know, the mosh is looking for more sponsors. Yeah, the BS is looking for sponsors too. <laughs> thank God, thank God, you know I have people like my court caddy and uh, Rachel Guy real uh, real estate to sponsor my podcast. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, man, um, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I appreciate you sitting in on this interview. This was fun. Definitely looking forward to having you back. Yeah, anytime, man. You got my information. Just reach out. I wish you nothing but the best of luck. I. You know, uh, you work very, very hard, and I see that it comes through on social media, um, and I can appreciate that. I'm not one of those radio guys who's like, oh, look at this guy trying to be. Nah, if you're working hard and you're trying to, you know, perfect the craft and you've got a passion for it, what you do, I mean, yours is based off of music, and you love music, and you think that there is a gap in the rock world, in which there is, um, but commercially, it's just not ready oh, it yeah. will be at some point you just need the right band you need the next nirvana you need the next guns and roses that's what you need yeah um unfortunately you know radio terrestrial radio does not help with the process by the way yeah. uh at, i mean we could do a, five episodes on that but uh you know I, I appreciate people like you that have a passion for something and want to do something about it and and you know whether you have five listeners or five hundred thousand listeners you're getting through to somebody, 
right? Oh, Somebody's yeah. talking about you. I know about you. I love it. I think you guys are great. That that's all that's all I needed right there. Jason Bailey likes my podcast. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't look too much into it. But I, I as, a, as a, from one dude doing it, one podcaster to another podcaster, you do a great job, and I appreciate it. Man, I appreciate that. And the funny thing is, I'll I'll give you two stories real quick. Number one, we have more listeners in the UK than we do in the States. It's funny. Because the UK still loves punk, rock, and metal. They Ooh. sure do. If you've I've never been to a rock concert. Let me tell you before you go to your second one, this is a quick rock story. So uh um there's a couple bands that I've had the honor of launching in my career. And I launched Shine Down. You know, Brent sang at my wedding. Uh, he sang our first song, uh, Thank You by Zeppelin. And uh, another band is Alter Bridge. So being an Orlando guy, Creed is obviously an Orlando band. So I remember one night I was watching Poison at the House of Blues, uh, my all-time favorite band. And, and I run into Mark Tremonti. Mark Tremonti, one of the most underrated guitarists in the rock world. One of the nicest guys you could ever possibly meet. Um, and I run into Mark and he's like, you know, at the time I went by Buckethead and was like, and I was like, Hey man, what have you been up to? I haven't seen you in a while. He's like, dude, I've been working on this new project. We're getting ready to, to launch and explode. And we want to give you the exclusive. And I mean, I'm still kind of young at the time. Like, this is awesome, man. I was like, what is this? You getting, you getting Creed back together? And he goes, no, he goes, but the band consists of everybody from the original lineup of Creed. So you had him, Brian and flip. And I was like, well, who's the lead singer? He goes, this guy, Miles Kennedy. I said, who the fuck's Miles Kennedy? He goes, have you ever seen Rockstar, the movie? I said, yeah. He goes, you know, at the end, the guy they bring up, I'm like, yeah. So I always thought that was Miles singing. It's not. It's the lead singer from Steelheart that does all the vocals in in Rockstar, except for the last song that Mark Wahlberg sings. That's Brian from um, uh, 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 The Freshman. um, Alter Bridge. No, 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 no. They sing the freshman. Um, oh, um, Brian Vander, whatever. Yeah, uh, I know so, you're talking yeah. about. Anyway, great. That's another good dude. So, so, uh, so it's like very cool. So they set it up and they come into the studio. We were in the conference room because of this whole thing and VH1 was covering it. And, 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 and we, and we, and we launch it. Um, we launch Alter Bridge. You know, so like these bands are, are, you know, it was, that's kind of cool, right? You, you, when you're able to do stuff like that and you never know, dude, on your podcast, you might be able to launch a band who knows. Dude, that's, that's one thing I'm hoping for. Cause I think yeah. that'd be killer. <laughs> yeah. I think I had a point to that. So I forgot where I was going with the, the point, but there was, was, I was getting somewhere, but I forgot where I was getting. Sorry. Yeah, that's a cool story, man. It was better than my second story. Mine was just going to be about my studio flooding and us building back. Why I did it flood underneath or over top? Uh, inside. <laughs> See where this yeah, I mean, line is? Under, under the walls or over the walls? Uh, it came from the back door, actually. We've got a creek around back and May of 2020, 2021, that mm. big storm that came through. Yeah. Yeah, it flooded the entire studio. Oh, that's what you got a landlord for that. You got to fix that. We fixed it. It was cool. Um, didn't lose any equipment, though. That was that was pretty awesome. And gets uh, some renters. And do you have renters insurance? We did, but it didn't cover flood because we're not in a floodplain. Yeah, shocker. There's always whatever, whatever, whatever it doesn't cover is what happens. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, flood insurance government run, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we won't talk about that. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. For any of your listeners that want to listen to us, you can go to podcast the BS, podcast the BS.com. Um, you know, and 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 I and I love swapping stuff, man. So uh make sure you tag our show and me and I'll make sure I retweet and share and all that good stuff. Dude, I definitely will, man. Thank you again and uh enjoy your snow day. Yeah, you too, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Later, man. Harriet R.I.P. Nashville. It hurts to start a love to your lawn every day. It burns to have your sleep right away. Maybe I sell my soul far away. Maybe I'm waiting for this bus to stop. It would be easier to be day drunk 
Ah! <laughs> 